Hey everyone, welcome back to The Public Truth. I'm your host, Daniel Evans, joined again by my friend, and if you've been joining us long enough, your friend now as well, Thomas West. We're both coming from our home offices and can't wait to hang out together sometime soon, hopefully. But uh, dude, how's it going? Hey man, going well. Thank you for that. You know, we got the rain and the cooler temps right now. Uh, does it just whew, nothing like the last couple of weeks of amazing weather we had? So, um, if it's going to be this for another week, this is uh, this will be probably the defining week in lockdown. My goodness, homeschool life continues well. Um, you know, supply teacher Tom continues to hold it down with Shepherd. Also, Kitchen by Tom is a new project at our house. Okay, I've uh, been uh, been cooking a little more, that's going well. Also making our own bread, so all the Oregon Trail stuff's really happening. Um, but we're having about, a good time as a family. What about Everybody's Body by Tom? Well, Body by Tom. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we can do Kitchen by Tom and Body by Tom at the same time. I made my decision. You're doing I Supply Teacher decision. by Tom. You got enough by Toms out there. Yeah. Just brand, brand, um, throwing your brand on everything, is. buddy. There it is, man. There it is. And um, yeah. The homeschool life continues to uh, to go well. Elizabeth's doing a great job, and really excited to celebrate Elizabeth's birthday tomorrow. Hey, which setting up the cool segue. Uh, yeah. Over to you. You guys had a birthday in this last week, right? Yeah. How's everything over there? We did, man. Hannah turned eight last week. Let's go. And um, she did incredible. Not uh, not once did it seem like she was. Uh, ungrateful for the things that we did, even though it's obviously not optimal circumstances for an eight-year-old to celebrate her birthday, but she was Mm -hmm. just really sweet and grateful for the things we were able to do. Um, Had some really kind friends come by and stand out on the sidewalk a good three or four meters away from the house and sing happy birthday and those kind of things. So it's really kind and it, it was great. Um, you know, Paige obviously bears the brunt of the creativity and sweet little touches. And she did a great job too, celebrating Hannah. So overall, it was really mm-hmm. good. But I don't know what we're going to do um, between a six-year-old boy and a three-year, three-year-old boy and rain for the next uh, four or five days. I have no idea what we're going to do. We have to figure mm-hmm. out something. Um you guys have the little indoor trampoline. Maybe we need to come borrow that. Yeah, but it's uh, it's officially sitting in the back and in, in the back garden, um, covered in what's left of London's smog and uh, now uh, fifty six degree uh, rain. So, so that's happening. Well, yeah. How about how about some of these graphics we're seeing about the decrease of pollution in different cities around the world? It's Holy smokes, wild. dude! It looks amazing. I mean, it really does. I mean, it does. Um, let's get into the uh, to the dialogue today, man. Um, we we did kind of a catch up episode last week, and and this week, as you and I noticed throughout the weekend, it seems like things are changing a little bit, and it's probably due mm-hmm. to a couple of different things. Uh, but we're going to focus our attention for the next ten minutes or so on dialoguing about this pivot 
organizations, obviously things have been totally turned on their head in the last six, seven weeks. A lot of people just probably felt like they got punched in the mouth organizationally. There was a few weeks of just trying to figure out what it is that's going on. And, and now there's even some organizations that are thriving as, as they've pivoted and responded to the change and, and begun to do things differently. So broadly speaking, as you look out, particularly here in Queens Park, since that's all we've seen, but, but then on your, your social media crawls and those kind of things, what are you seeing uh, by way of organizational pivoting out there, buddy? Hey Amen. Nice setup. I think things got kicked off for us when we took a visit over to uh, one, of, one of our neighboring communities, Kendall Rise, and dropped in on the parlor. Um, the parlor NW10 is local business, uh, kind of like a ga- gastro pub. Right, so doing some re- some really good food, good eats, um, you know, eccentric and British, really community focused. Um, not, I mean, th- th- in my opinion, I mean, they they had to be right at the top of this thing, like right when things hit. Um, they 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 basically pivoted the organization. Um, all the tables and chairs from the restaurant uh, kind of get put in the back and in the kitchen. The fridges and the freezers make their way out. And they used their supply chain to basically convert themselves into a neighborhood market. And I, I, just, I mean, we, we popped over there once um, together, um, gone over a few times just to pick up a few things, love supporting local businesses. But uh, it, the, the Instagram that actually got me, uh, Parlor UK, uh, whoever just Googled to pivot a business and got this, uh, took a picture and posted it and just talked about the real changes they're up to. A pivot usually occurs when a company makes a fundamental change to their business after determining, usually through market research, that their product isn't meeting the needs of the intended market. Now, Parler is in a long list of extraordinarily um, Profitable and successful uh, pivots in business history, Twitter, PayPal, Groupon, Starbucks, Nokia, Nokia, Nintendo, Instagram, Wrigley. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Pinterest, Suzuki, it just goes on and on. Basically companies that have had that, had that moment when they just looked around and said, okay, this is what we're intending to do. Are we being successful at it? Yes or no. And what do we need to do differently? Hmm. And, uh, Man, I think I think I think I think our, our parlor just got us going on thinking about this, and we're just like, man, that's really cool. Really cool what they're doing. I think it's also backed by another local coffee shop here. You know, coming out on Sundays now, um, we're stoked to have them back. We just really missed being able to meet there. And then another one. Um, maybe this isn't a. Uh, maybe this. Well, maybe it's. It doesn't really seem to be a pivot. Just says, "Hey, we're not going to be able to, you know, stay closed. We need to come out and, and to be able to break rent. Would you come and support us?" And we're like, "Absolutely. We're 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 back, we're back in there for takeaways already." Um, it just brings up the the idea of pivot, though, doesn't it? Um, when a startup or a company um, looks at their environment and makes that decision, um, what are we trying to do? Are we able to do it? Or do we need to adjust our practices in order to be able to fulfill it? We're looking around and it, and, uh, it seems like some are pivoting. Others are just finding ways to stay, stay open and stay in business. 
Um, but what's exciting uh, for us as consumers, it seems like a number of other uh, pubs and delis are going to attempt the same thing just this week and next week. For us, that's uh, hoping that uh, the, the change the change is afoot. Um, what are your reflections on this idea of pivoting and things starting to change and open back up? Yeah, man, it, we've talked about it before. Um, organizationally for us, we knew we had a plan, had a vision for what the years ahead look like and that obstacles and opportunities are going to throw themselves into the mix. And, and we still try to chase the vision, but, but react to the obstacles and opportunities. And again, I know this is a super optimistic way to look at it. And, uh, and you could probably make some country of origin stereotypes on this, but I just think it's really cool to see companies um, respond to this obstacle clearly that is the coronavirus. And some are thriving that they've responded and, and really um, do really well through it for whatever reason their industry or their particular company is, is needed in a unique way in this time. Some are surviving and it's a beautiful thing to see people and companies uh, pivot and figure out how to adapt and respond to the obstacle and turn it into an opportunity. And, and some are just hanging in there and, and it's sad. Some aren't, and it's really sad. Um, but it, there also seems to have been a, a bit of a cultural pivot in, in addition to some of the institution and industries around us. It just seems like people are out and about a little more as, as we look around, whether that's good or bad. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly not exactly uh, making a value claim on it, but uh, people do seem to be a little out and about more. Um, the, the market on Sunday was full of people. Um, so it seems like things are changing. My hope is that uh, we, we really hit the backside of this curve and, uh, and can slowly return back to a more normal, uh, type of life and, and physical interactions uh, mm-hmm. really, really soon. So that's what I'm seeing. That would be great. Indeed. So dude, we look at pivot, look at organizations, even the ones in our own neighborhood, seeing them respond to, to adversity. Um, bro, as you think about pivot, we are after all a podcast dialoguing about church and culture, the reasonableness and relevance of church. Dude, as you look in, does the message of the Bible, does the message of the church, um, when you think about pivot, does anything come to mind when when you consider it and and overlay that with the message of the Bible or the message of the church? Yeah. Different things come to mind. Maybe just uh, just just one thought to to share. You know, when it comes to who God is and what God is about, uh, there's this wonderful truth that God actually has not had to pivot when it comes to people. Um, God, knowing uh, full well what is in what who man is and what is in man, since He's the Creator, 
um, desires a relationship with people. Um, put the first people in, the, in Adam and Eve in the, in, in the Garden of Eden to enjoy relationship with him. It's only one prohibition rule. Hey, don't take and eat from this one tree. And when Adam and Eve did, um, we see this real like dialogue and response as this is really unfolding in real time. Like, man, how, like, where are you? Um, how could you, didn't, didn't you know better? But we actually, uh, we actually see God actually not having to adjust, um, adjust course. It's really the unfolding of um, what He has had in in His heart. The Bible actually uses the words from the foundations of the world that He would actually send His Son uh, to be the Savior, Jesus, the the great Redeemer of men and women in the whole world. And God has always been about um, desiring to show His love to the world by creating a people um, through his son, Jesus Christ. And that people is the people that he wants to show his glory to, and he wants to show his glory through that people into the world. God has really always been about that one thing. And, um, you know, one of the things that's exciting about being a Christian is we believe that um, God takes all things, especially those bad things, and he actually converts them or if you'd like redeems them to being good things and beautiful things um we, we it's been said before we, we we actually don't think COVID 19 is something that a loving god is like sent into this world to to punish people with um it's mysterious how a loving god um sovereignly looks over this and, and allows it to take place but uh, we believe he actually has purposes to work out um, in, in this and through this into the future. Um, those are deep and mysterious things that are, uh, I think, available uh, to be searched out by uh, searching God's word, the true story of the whole world, by praying to him, really submitting ourselves to him and asking him to, to lead us and to help us understand. And so um, that, that, that kind of went for a minute. Uh, maybe more than just one idea there, but I think there's this beautiful truth to where, you know what, this is, this is a good and innovative thing for us to do in terms of pivoting um, startups and businesses and organizations. Um, there's a great sense to where God, God really doesn't have to pivot. He's always been about this one thing and nothing will stop him. Even uh, bad things like rebellion and rejection won't stop him from being able to do the thing that he's always committed to doing. I not only think that's really cool, I think that's really beautiful and uh, heartwarming and gives a real sense of comfort in times like this. That's really good, man. You may be able to hear my quarantined family in the background, but uh, I love that. So many of us are responding to obstacles and opportunities and we're having to change the way we do things, but God has never had to change. He's in control. I love that, man. Um, we're so thankful for you guys continuing to join us on The Public Truth. You can follow us on the social media channels at The Public Truth. You can also find us online, thepublictruth.co.uk. And we'll be back again later this week with another episode. Thanks for joining us.